Greetings. <clears throat> so I was reading about the various proposals that are on the table to deal with gun violence. And I came across a quote by Ted Cruz, Senator from Texas. I grew up in Texas. I am from Texas. And, <clears throat> you know, sometimes people can say some really stupid shit. Um, but, you know, Ted Cruz calling any discussion, any proposals for gun control legislation, ridiculous theater. I, you know, what do you say to that, man? Like, <laughs> what do you say? Um, you know, look, Ted Cruz is reviled by pretty much everyone, right? Right, left, center, it doesn't matter. Everyone knows he's an opportunistic scumbag. And he doesn't give a shit about anything other than power. <clears throat> but unfortunately, it's not just Ted Cruz that has this fatalistic, this morbid um, attitude of, well, what are, we, what are you going to do? You know, Second Amendment can't do anything, right? You know, there's a uh, organization that keeps track of gun violence. And 2020 was a record year. The most gun violence in at least two decades, according to the figures. Uh, how, what, does that, what does that translate to? We're talking 20,000 people. If you discount, set aside the people that commit suicide, 20,000 people lost their lives to gun violence last year in America. Uh, you add in suicides and you're looking at, uh, I think the number is 45,000. That's just... That's incredible, right? Um, and, of course, there are going to be people who say, well, what about the number of people who die in car accidents? Okay. So let's have that discussion, <laughs> right? Um, you know, look, with something like cars, number one, uh, if you want to treat owning a gun like owning a car, Okay, let's have that discussion, right? Because in order to have a car, you need a fucking license. You need to have insurance, right? Um, you've got to be, there's an age requirement, right? What, what is it, 16, 18, something like that? I guess it depends on whether you have driver's ed or not. But, you know, there, there are strict requirements to operating a motor vehicle. Now, a motor vehicle is not intended to kill people, right? And there's a level of risk involved that we've come to accept, and we do things to try to make them safer, like adding seat belts, for example, airbags, right? But nevertheless, there's a certain level of risk that, you know, we've come to accept as a society. Why? Because we need transportation. We need to get around. Right. And so that's different than guns, because 
Guns are intended to kill things, right? Um, you know, and some of the proposals on deck, let, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, one of the proposals on deck is red flag laws. What does that mean? Well, red flag laws are basically, if you've got someone that's displaying, um, you know, erratic, hostile, threatening behavior, either to themselves or other people, then you can get some sort of uh, court order confiscating guns if they have them or preventing them from acquiring them if they don't. Seems like a pretty sensible thing to me, right? Why would you want people that at least appear mentally unstable to have access to a gun? Like, I, you know, what's the justification behind that? You know, and the implementation of it, look, you could, each state could figure out their own implementation of it, you know, figure out a fair way, because of course you've got to account for the rights of the accused, right? I mean, this is not, it's not a criminal matter, but I'm saying the accused as in the person that's, um, being targeted for their behavior, right? Can this be abused? Sure, right? And so you build in safeguards to account for that, whatever they may be, right? But, I mean, what's the argument? In a, in a principle, on principle, what is the argument against that? That mentally unstable people... I mean, let's just, for the sake of argument, let's say that you've got safeguards built in and this these kinds of laws predominantly, let's say 99% of the time, only affect people that are truly mentally unstable. You know, that could potentially harm themselves or others. Why the fuck do you want them to have guns? Why is it so important for those people to have guns? The slippery slope? Really? Um, who's, who's this fucking moron? Lauren Bobert? She's a representative from Colorado. Um, apparently Colorado has a red, red flag law. Um, the shooter's family, I guess they could have used it on the shooter. Um, but they didn't. And so, of course, Representative Bobert said, hey, this is proof that these sort of laws don't exist. Yeah, this, this is because mass shooters don't follow the law. <laughs> no shit, really? Um, yeah, okay. So, look, obviously... Well, number one, I don't think there's any magic bullet to this, right? Red flag laws, it, it, it's not going to be some panacea where it's going to solve the problem all by itself. Can it help? I mean, it seems like it could, logically. Uh, there are, let's see, there was a report um, from the Annals of Internal Medicine 
<clears throat> showing that California's red flag law was used 21 times, including in a case where a high school student with a history of violent behavior uh, threatened to open fire in an assembly. Now, here's the thing. How do you quantify the effectiveness in these cases of, of red flag laws? Because it, it's really impossible, isn't it? Because you're, quantifi you're trying to quantify something that doesn't take place, that doesn't happen. I mean, you know, this particular case right there, who knows how many kids could have been killed had that red flag law not been utilized in that case. And even if it was just one kid, is that worth it? If it's your kid, if it's your loved one, you know, I, I really try to see things from the conservative mindset and the conservative perspective, but some of these people, I just don't fucking get it, man. They just, they seem completely oblivious, oblivious to the suffering of other people. You know, there's, there's, I hate to say it, but there's a lack of empathy there, you know, and, and not, not all of them. Look, uh, my entire family is conservative. I love my family. A lot of them are good people, right? The politics suck, <laughs> but they're good people uh, on an individual basis. But it ha it is something that I've noticed that, you know, a lot of conservatives are, are really good people when it comes to the people they know, the people that are around them, you know, their, their friends and family. They have a hard time empathizing with people outside that social circle, you know? And um, that's a problem. That's a problem because, you know, well, like this case, this, this Lowen Berbert man, uh, you know, I guess, I, I guess I'm saying her name right. I, I could just call her a fucking moron because that's what she is. Um, you know, the problem is not the law. The problem is the family didn't use it. The law could have stopped this, right? If, they, if the law was utilized, it could have stopped this. You know? He could have had his guns taken away and prevented from buying new ones. Could he have gone out and stolen guns? Sure. Sure. But that doesn't really fit his, his profile, does it? He's not some petty criminal. You know, it's not like you're, you're dealing with someone who has a long rap sheet that involves theft, you know, larceny, extortion. I mean, no. He's a very angry young man, and he had access to guns. If he took away that access, maybe he would have acted out, Right? Because just because you take away guns doesn't mean that there's no there's no killing. You know he could have he could have gone to that grocery store with a sword or an axe, right? Um, would he have killed ten people? That's the question, right? Which brings you to other legislation like um, assault weapon restrictions. Restrictions on capacity 
of magazines. You know, and a lot of these were included in the Brady Bill. You know, back in the day, what was it, 1995 to 2005? There was a 10-year ban on assault weapons, right? Um, you know, the, the definition was, sure, maybe some would say it's a, it was a bit arbitrary, but the point was that assault weapons make it easier to kill people, not just to kill people, but to kill lots of people. That's the point, right? You're... I don't think anyone is stupid enough to think that we're trying to end all gun violence. No, you're not going to do that. But can we bring it down to acceptable levels? <laughs> I mean, you know, instead of these shootings where you have 8, 10, 20, you know, Las Vegas, what was it, 60? Uh, the Pulse nightclub, what was that, 40 to 50? You know, instead of having all these people die in one incident, you know, can we bring it down to, if there's going to be a, a mass shooting, two to three? You know, um, I, I'm... I don't think it's asking for too much to, to try. And I'm not against guns. You know, when I go back to visit Texas and see family, I go with my cousin and we shoot. It's fun. You know, it's enjoyable. It's, you know, I, I don't, this, there's nothing wrong with owning guns, but do you need a semi-automatic rifle? Do you need a 30-round capacity magazine? Do you need a collapsible stock? I don't see the hunting purposes in those things. If you need 30 fucking rounds to bring down a goddamn deer, motherfucker, you should not be hunting. Because you suck. Okay? Um, no. The, the only reason to have that is to kill people. Lots of people. As fast as possible. That's it. And the simple question is, is that a legitimate purpose? Is that the kind of thing you want in American society? And if the answer... If you answer that question with yes, well, congratulations, motherfucker, because... You're going to continue this trend. And next time, maybe it'll be someone that you care about that dies in one of these shootings. Okay? Something to think about. <laughs>